Okay, so what hasn't been done before? It's not about technology. It's not about money. It's about what's the exploration. I want to learn from others and、uh, telling the story, not necessarily for myself, but hopefully somehow I can inspire my audience. You will never know what life will bring to you next. Hello, and welcome to the Theatre Art Life podcast, sponsored by Harlequin Floors, the world leader in floors, stage systems, and studio equipment for the performing arts. Our podcast puts the spotlight on those who create live entertainment around the world: the culture creators, the backstage masters. My name is Anna Rob, and today I'm talking to lighting designer Zhao Jingqi. Judging originally from China is a lighting designer with a focus on experimental works, camera lighting, concert lighting, live performance, creative programming, and installation arts. He is interested in integrating lighting with different mediums and creating a unique experience for his audience. When Zhaojing is not at work, he enjoys biking, hiking, and swimming. Zhaojing, welcome to the show. Thank you, Anna. Thank you for having me here. So pleasure to be here. Wonderful. So, tell us a little bit. You come from China, so what what got you into lighting design, and what was the path for you to start being a lighting designer? Yeah. So,、uh, actually, my family has sort of cinema photography background. My cousin was a cinema photographer, so I started to play with cameras, start taking pictures when I was little kids, and then I went to our, our communication and media school in mainland China. And、uh, at that point, I have no idea what is lighting design, but I now like to, in,、uh, in order to have the camera to perceive a very precise and beautiful pictures. Lighting is such a key element to it. So I started thinking, oh, maybe you know what? Instead of playing with camera, what about I just play with the lights and see how that lights can you know alter the image and to the visual of the people.、Uh, that's the point. I started getting into the lighting. I mean. To be to be honest, back at the time, I still don't know what lighting design is, but I start understanding how material working with the lighting and how lighting can be perceived by the camera. I think that's the start point for me to get into that field. And so, what was your? Did you do any training? Did you? What was it? Was it on the job training? How did that start? I mean, there's no job training or like someone teaching me. Now, no one actually taught me anything because I mean, I had a camera as a birthday gift from my cousin, so I start to carry my camera around the city. I was from Hangzhou, so it's a beautiful city. They have the West Lake there, so I start to carry the camera around the city and just take pictures, and、uh, you know, then I build up from there. Like I understand how to. Alter the pictures. I understand the, how the shutter stops works, how the lighting can be captured by the camera, and what's the best time to go out, take pictures. Normally, it's sunset or early in the morning.、Uh, how the shade can work with the lighting. It's there's no one. There's actually no textbook tell me how to do it. I just like you know play with it and learn from the experience. Is there any institutions that would train that anyway in China? Or is there an industry for that kind of thing or? Yeah, there's actually very few institutions or sort of school teach that kind of the skills. I and it's you know it's like not a lot of people understand what lighting designs, and especially you know we're talking about. 
people always think about, oh, you are doing stage design or scenic design, or you may be doing costume design. But the ones are like, actually, I'm a lighting designer. So like, what is lighting design for? Just one of my friends actually made a joke of it. And she basically said, oh, yeah, lighting design. So are you just, you know, bump up the haze to the stage and control the haze? I was like, yeah, that's part of my job, but not totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small part of it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a very small part of it. But, you know, still, I went to one college in Zhejiang, which is basically focused on the media and communication. So I start because I have, like, background of how to use camera. So I start with cinema photography and then getting into the lighting. Amazing. And so what was the impetus to move to New York and come to America? What, what what was the motivation there? Yeah, I love that question because I'm really curious about why I moved out of China and come to the United <laughs> States. <laughs> I had been working in China more than six years on a major TV network in China. Uh, most of my work is a focus on the TV shows or reality shows, concert and festival. But after so many years, like working in the field and talking with the professionals, what I'm feeling is I'm always giving my knowledge, giving my thoughts and ideas to the people, but I've, I kind of like lost myself in terms of I'm not getting new thoughts, ideas, inspirations from my work. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like I'm just tired about how to deal, make the production happen and always talking about the budget, a less creative part of it. I would love to talk with the designers, say, hey, you know what, we have a big idea and how can we make that happen? I don't have that opportunity to actually talk in creative part of the design while I was working in China. So after six years, I was thinking of myself, I was just like pull myself back a little bit and think about, is this really what I want to do for the rest of my life? Is it just like, okay, get the budget approved, make a production happen, and make, make people happen. Is this all I need, all I want for the rest of my life? And I was like, mm, I wasn't sure. And back then, the time is only 2020. Uh, not 2020. I lose track of timing during the COVID. Uh, back then, the time is only 2010. So I was just thinking, and the internet was booming in China by that time. So a lot of my colleagues actually quit the full-time job and go into, you know, those online media uh, companies. I mean, in the States, that's Netflix, but in China, there are other online media companies. But I was like, it's going to be the same thing. It's just a different company. The workflow is sort of all the same. It's like getting the money in, get it approved, and make it an action. It's nothing different if I just jump from one company to another. So I mean, I... I want to explore more in terms of what I can do and uh, uh, what's the new ideas and what could be challenging me for the rest of my life. So I started thinking about starting abroad. And I I had been talking with a lot of professors in the States while I was working in China already. So I was not starting with the scratch. Basically, I met them. I met them through the LinkedIn, online some online seminars. So I've been talking with them on and off online like for a long time. And when that time hits, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to quit my job. I'm just going to go to the United States. I will see how that actually works out. <laughs> so I quit my job. I go to the state and I went to graduate school at UT Austin uh, in Texas. 
it's a three-year graduate school, and I think I it works well. It works out pretty well, and、uh, I love theater too. It actually let me thinking more about how the theater and the and the media have the impact to the society more, especially during now. During this past three or four years, that a lot of things changed. And、uh, as a as a theater, a theatrical designer, and also working in the media and、um, uh, broadcasting, I always ask myself, what is my position? What I'm trying to? What what what's the impact for us as a as a creator, as a designer, could contribute to the community? You know what I'm saying? It's an important question that you're saying because. Sometimes there's this if there's that focus just to be producing content for the money or for whatever for the shows or whatever, but it does have an impact on society. Whatever we put out because it's in the public space, right? Exactly. And, and how we how we present that, and I always ask myself the question: Is it are we a reflection of culture or are we driving culture? And I think. Both of those, we can be doing both. Sometimes, you know, sometimes we're a reflection and sometimes we're driving it. But depending on what you're putting out is the answer to those questions, right? You're either on one side of the fence or the other, and、um, I'd rather be on the place where you drive culture than than just be a reflection of it, because I think that's where we can change things. Correct. I mean, I enjoy both. I think you are totally right. I enjoy both. I I would rather to drive the culture to leading, you know, some sort of to have that. Positive impact to the local community, rather than just reflect what's going on in the current world. You know I'm saying, so I think that is more challenge as more creative part of me. I'm really thinking about, okay, so what hasn't been done before? It's not about technology. It's not about money. It's about what's the exploration, what we can do, move forward, which hasn't been explored before. It could be challenge. It could be failure. It doesn't matter. But at least we need to try it.、Mm, absolutely. So tell us about because I was looking on your website a little bit. What is the? I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly. The W E M E project. Is it is it called We Wemi or how how does that project? Tell me、yeah. about that project. It's it's kind of it's kind of like a little bit exploration for myself as well because that's actually. Uh, an installation I did by the end of the graduate school and part of my thesis too. The whole idea is like during the past three years, I have been sitting in the school, sort of very protective community. But the whole the whole world, the United States, has changed a lot. There's a there's a Trump administration talking about stuff. There's China doing some stuff. As a person, as a designer, as a general people. How I navigate through this, especially I'm quite new in the states. I, I feel to me it's kind of like going through a whole forest without any clear path as an immigrant, as a new person in totally new country. So that installation for me is about we as a group of the immigration, me as my personal identity. How we can connect those two together, and the, would the society and the world around us have actually impact our vision, impact of the trajectory to be living in a totally new country, especially during this unprecedented time? So I use a lot of materials.、Uh, for instance, I use three boxes of bananas and pile it up on a cord.、Uh, on a, 
corner of the wall. When I bought all those planners, it's all fresh and smells good, but the whole installation is a week and a half long. So by the end of the week, the banana started going bad. It's kind of smell very nasty when working that um in that room and the gallery, and the color changed too. So it's about timing. It's about how the timing tell the stories, and everything when went through that trajectory. It's always different. So. That is kind of like it's it's sort of a conclusion in terms of how I perceive the world during the past three years when I was back in school. Like how those three years navigate me through all different kind of the challenges and the surprise sometimes and excitement. And、uh, I don't know. It's just. You know, be myself, and、uh, by the end of the graduate school, I was like, "Yeah, I found myself. I'm. I never know I can do art installation, but actually, I did it, and I did a couple, and I'm very fulfilled about that excitement the art installation brought to me, and really inspired the audience. I think that is what I really enjoyed during the whole process. Hmm. Well, that's really interesting. And now a moment for our sponsor. The Theatre Art Life podcast is proud to be sponsored by Harlequin. Harlequin is the world leader in floors, stage systems, and studio equipment for the performing arts. Established in the UK over forty years ago, Harlequin is the preferred performance floor for the world's most prestigious dance and performing arts companies, theatres, and schools, from the Royal Opera House to the Bolshoi Theatre, the New York City Ballet to the Royal New Zealand Ballet. Harlequin's experience and reputation are founded on the development, manufacture, and supply of a range of high-quality sprung and vinyl floors, specifically designed for dance and the performing arts. Backed by an engineering team and independent research, Harlequin also designs, builds, and refurbishes stages, working with stage engineers and theatre consultants in leading venues across the world. Harlequin is the global leader in its field, with offices in Europe, the Americas, and Asia Pacific. Find out more at harlequinfloors dot com. H A R L E Q U I N floors dot com. So, do you then have hopes to do this, these experimental works and lighting,、uh, camera lighting, concert lighting, live performance? You prefer? Are you looking to stay in the states and work there, or you want to bring what you've learned back to China? I mean, I'm open to I'm open to any opportunities, but. As a designer, as a creative thinker, I think what I really need, what, what I'm really looking for, is getting closer to our audience. Theater could be everywhere. It doesn't need to be a house with a proscenium with an orchestra. No, theater could just be a street corner. Theater could just be a local community. I was part of the New York City art department、uh, as as a New York City corporate art during the pandemic because you know everyone struggling with their work, with their with their living. Sometimes a lot of artists even leave. But New York City provided resources and inspired artists. You know what? This is the time struggling, challenging all of us. But can we use that time actually getting more closer to the audience? Because audience is sitting at home as well. Can we provide something, get more closer to the, our local community, to our local audience, and to produce the content for them? And I was like very excited about it. And I did another art installation at local community here because New York City has an open street program. So they'll program close a couple of the streets and let the local community could go out to work out, you know, because of COVID. 
uh, work out on the open street, and the restaurant can open their own seat on the open street. So it's a perfect spot for me. Like I was like, oh, are people going out hanging out there. It's part of their daily routine now. Why not? I just put an installation there and really inspire the people, getting more closer to this local community. And I come up with the idea and the one, you know, working with the kids. So that installation is all about. In, uh, explore and introduce color, shadows, lighting effects, brightness, darkness to the local kids. So that I mean, I don't know. It's, for me, it's more for me for my personally. I was like, I always try to get to the audience. It doesn't need to be change the audience attitude at one time. But you know, art is gradually builds up. We have the impact bit by bit, step by step, to local community and to the next generation. Then our world could change in ten years or even fifteen years. But I, we as artists, we need to start to do that.、Mm-hmm. So it really doesn't matter. I mean, I'm not sure if this answers your question, but it really doesn't matter. It's fun. Yeah, I、it、mean, matter where you are, it doesn't matter where <laughs> I am. I mean, I can be in China; it's totally fine. I could be in the states; I can be in Europe. It's about who I'm engaged to. Like we're all human beings, right?、Mm-hmm. So, art is about human performance about、That's、human、right. too.、Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And、um, so, is there anything that you're particularly working on at the moment? Yeah. Project. <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, I do. I I have I've been start exploring a lot of、uh, a variety of the works. I have been really into the kids theater. During the past two years, like children's theaters, I've been working with local theater in Lenda. It's their education program is so awesome. I went to their workshop, and the way even come up with the idea did that cho- did that play for a very young. It's like our audience range is from like kids under three years old. So I was like, it, it's definitely low a low budget, but it's found like. Kids always thinking out of the out of the box, and when I design for the、uh, the children's theater, you will never know. There's no wrong or there's no right. It's just like you need to get and there's no get, judgment from the kids. There's no judgment exactly, <laughs> and I have to learn from the kids. It's not like I'm leading them, telling them what I understand. It. It's about what they understanding can inspire me. That's kind of like interesting to me as a designer because you know when I design for operas, we have the storyline, we have the music, we have the background set it up already, and we just sometimes review or add a slightly twist or new elements to the opera and present to the audience. But everyone knows that story. So that's now you know so that's sort of yeah that's like visually that's impact on it but story wise and impact wise it's very hard for the designer to create a totally new items to the audience to the audience but when I work with the kids you will never know it's like so challenging to me just because they are so unpredictable and they actually sometimes most of the time they are right I'm wrong、mm, exactly. <laughs> so why not? Yeah. So I started getting into the children's theater a lot. I'm lo- working with、uh, one of the local theaters in New York City too. They are children's theater, and I start talking with the、um, children's theater in Seattle. Hopefully, that's that project I'm working on. And besides off theater, I also working, you know, on broadcasting for sure. And then、uh, I have the upcoming music festival happening 
in Vegas next month. So I just like finishing up my plan and get a gear list, bump ups. It's like a commercial work, you know. It's about budget, get a budget proof, send the gear list out, get approved on the shop, uh, talking with producers. I I love the mixture work I'm having here, and I really appreciate all my friends who support me during the past three years to get me in, get me into different world. So have I have the opportunity to explore all of that, but you know, back into the original thoughts and the root of my design idea is like I want to learn from others and、uh, telling the story, not necessarily for myself, but. Hopefully, somehow I can inspire my audience, and、uh, you know, thinking out of the thinking out of the box. Yeah, that's amazing. There was one other project that I wanted to ask you about, and that was the Throw Your Future Away project. Can you tell us about that one? Yeah, that's a fun one. I collaborated with my one、uh, uh, one of my colleagues at the school, and also one of. Uh, one of the local artists in Austin. We come the idea just because that project happened in 2018. You know, there's a lot of context behind that project. You know, because United States was was you know it's kind of like turbulent at that time. People are talking about challenges and how United States is changing and election coming up, and people don't know. There's actually a lot of my colleagues, my friends, is thinking about, oh, should I just move to a different city or should I just move out of the country? All that kind of unprecedented things like happening there, the uncertainty, and people don't know where the where the future will go, don't know where the world will go. So we're thinking about, okay, right? I mean, all the kind of stuff like around us bothered us, so why now we just throw it away? Like we totally start with the with, with the with the scratch. We build it up. We write down our own concerns and thoughts. We write down our hopes. We we write down our wishes. We we write our best words to our best friends, and we toss it away. And toss it away, and we build up the whole pile of you know when the audience actually get into space, they throw out their thoughts and ideas. It's build up the energy in that room. All the papers lay out on that backdrop. It's actually all people's words and thoughts. And by the end of that, we just crash on it. Yes, we hated it. We struggling with it, but we embrace it. It's the life. It's our life. We're gonna have to move forward. This is this is the things we really really struggle with. But fine, we can go over it. We're gonna overcome it. We're gonna move forward. This is how the future builds up. It's not about we standing at the same point and arguing and talking shit about each other. No, we need to come together, pull back a little bit, and move forward. That's the co concept we have, and we're talking with my colleagues about why we need to do that. And it's very time sensitive installation artwork, just because it happens at a time, and.、Uh, Still, you know, I think it's we got a lot of good feedback from local groups just because it's an open art art festival. We have that expression on, and the people always like, "Oh, I feel so relief after I, I feel so relief that after I threw that paper out of my way. I feel so calm down and never get that moment to really meditate and thinking about what I have been done during the past year." Through this installation, I was able to calm myself down and really thinking about what I need to do 
next and what, how can I move forward? I think, yeah, that's the, that's the whole point. I mean, that's, the, that's what I want to do. That's what, what we want to introduce to the audience. Sometimes when we are struggling, we are frustrating, we come down, pull back a little bit, thinking about it before we actually move on. That's great because there is something that, like, there's something cathartic about writing something out that comes from within you and then throwing it away, right? Like, as a, a symbolic, which seems natural to somebody who lives and works in the arts like us. But for other people, that's, that's not a necessarily a natural reflex to, I've always in my own life, if I've had to get something off my chest, then I'll write it down. And sometimes I have thrown it out and things like that. And there is a feel of re- feeling of relief. So that's wonderful that you've been able to bring that out and, and people responded to it. It's a, it's a great project. Yeah, I mean, that's why people need artists. Like, that's why art is important for the world. I mean, I sometimes throw out my ideas into the trash can. And, you know, 10 days later, when I'm trying to clean my trash can, I think, oh, that's actually a pretty awesome idea. Why not just pick it up? <laughs> then I just collect the papers, <laughs> which I threw it away. So it's fun to do that. Well, no idea is no idea is a bad idea. It's just whether it's the right idea for the right time or the place or the moment. You know, I often think that sometimes timing has a lot to do with that idea you know and and sometimes people put stuff out to the world and it isn't well received and it's not necessarily because it was a bad idea it just might be the wrong time you know and so it's very fascinating for me to for people to say something's a bad idea because I always question that (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah I mean it was like uh yeah totally right and maybe just not at the right time I mean when the time comes the idea could be you know could be a totally awesome idea for the project yeah. yeah or it could have already been done before so it's already past that time so drop oh. it because it's, <laughs> it's yeah but <laughs> you know the timing the culture the local society who the audience are are actually adding the context to the ideas even that idea has been reviewed before things could have changed because the perception of our audience changed audience has been immersive in the, the community for so long the audience 100 years ago, it's quite different. Not even 100 years ago, like five years ago, it's people's perception is totally different, has been changed. So the same idea could trigger different contexts and concepts out of the art installation and the our productions. So there's ideas, we can only have that so much ideas. But as you mentioned already, the timing is, is important. The site, the location is very important. Who I'm presenting to, is another element I need to thinking about during the design process. I'm not sure about your design process, but this kind of like the thinking process I always have when I was starting the new ideas uh, for the projects. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's really interesting. And I think you probably quite naturally have to do that or think about that because even quite between China and America, culturally is very different. And the way that people think and behave and act can be very different and I think that's what's quite fascinating about working in different parts of the world is trying to understand that culture and trying to reach and connect with that culture coming from wherever you the lens in which you see the world right and so that's a fascinating challenge 
I mean, that's the fascinating challenge to you as well, because we're kind of like the switch. You are in Hong Kong, I'm in the United States. So we're yeah, all exactly. on the, yeah, we're all understanding like living in a different culture and different country could be so challenging. But it's always fascinating to see different experience, different people, you know, talking to different people and the thoughts um, that the new friends you can make. You never know what life will bring to you next. Absolutely. And it's such a platform for personal growth especially as a person that works in the arts, right? Just so much food for thought and perception and perspective of the world as you as you travel around it and see it and then create art within it. It's just a really a gift, actually, as an artist to be able to live and exist in these different places for me. And I guess that feels the same for you, correct? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm so grateful. I have a whole group of the artists and the friends actually support me living in the States especially during the past three years, I would say, like, without their support and trust, I won't be able to navigate navigate this time. Now I'm still here. I'm still working with them. And we still hang out. Ah, That is so lovely experience for me. I'm so thankful for all my friends here, which is, yeah, there's no words can express appreciation on that. It's just, very hard doing this. I mean, I, I believe it's very hard for everyone. I was like, especially as an immigrant artist living in a different country, it's a totally different story. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It's amazing. <laughs> so we always ask two questions of our podcast guests at the end. So I'm going to ask these questions now. So what's your the favorite, most favorite? You might have already answered this in a little way, but what's your most favorite part about your job and what you do? It's a very good question. There could be a lot of answers to that, but I think what I really enjoy and uh, to be artist and working on productions and artwork is inspiring people and uh, inspire our next generation and uh, build a better world for all of us. Mm. That's amazing. And if you could change one thing about the industry or your job, what would that be? I would actually bring kids as a producer and producing a show for us. <laughs> Let's see how that actually works out. <laughs> that would be great. Let's do it. <laughs> I, was, I mean, so, I mean, I always pro- follow with the producers and the producer always, you know, adults are my friends. What about it's? Mm. It's not a. It's not a grow up. It's just a kid. And how can I work yeah. with him or her? <laughs> we'll see yeah. how that actually works out. <laughs> That should be your next art project. That should be it. Letting yeah, I mean, kid produce the show and see what see what comes out at the end of it. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch to the city or theater where I get a chance to see like yeah. actually if that could be a project. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh judging thank you so much for spending some time with me today i really appreciate it. it's really wonderful to get to know you and your work and and i wish you all the best for your projects i will be following um what you're doing in the future and uh best of luck thank you Anna. thank you so much for taking time to talk to me i really appreciate it theater at life is a global media site for entertainment memberships start at only 38 us dollars per year You can have unlimited access to our daily published articles, including entertainment news and the writings of active industry professionals, ensuring that you are always up to date on the global happenings in the world of entertainment. Become a part of the international entertainment community and join us now at 
www.theaterartlife.com. 